Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to The Hotbed. This is Series 2, Episode 8, Hush Now Whilst I Listen to My Nanny. I'm Anarchy Somerville. And I'm Lisa Williams. And we've actually got a guest presenter this week as well, haven't we? We have. She will be coming in. She's going to join us any minute. Any minute. Yeah. We're the Hotbed Collective. Namaste. <laughs> the Hotbed Collective. Anarchy, what is it? We're a, we're a collective of people. Hellbent. On. Making. The world. A better. Place. One. Orgasm. At a time. Oh, we've never done it like that before. No, but I quite like it because I think it fits in with the topic of this episode, which is sex and mysticism and how these wonderful supernatural slash pseudoscience um, elements of our life can affect our sex life and our well-being and our relationships. And I like the fact that we had a little bit of meditation on our existence and who we are. At the beginning. And then a little bit of reciprocating, like, um, one word, but one I'm also, word. I'm gazing very steadily into your eyes. Yeah, it feels quite tantric. And so I'm feeling like we're having a real, we're having a kind of connection that goes beyond the purely physical, mm. um, which is kind of a bit what sex and mysticism or the area of mysticism is all about, isn't it? Yep, I think so. But we actually have something, a little class announcement before we oh, go yes, head yes. in to our Yoni workshop. Um, we're having a live event. It's going to be on September the 27th, 2018, if you're listening from the future. It's going to be in Shush Women's Store, which is, if, you know, Hotbed fans will recall, um, in the Dr. Karen, Dr. Karen, Dr. Karen episode, Dr. Karen Gurney at The Sex Doctor had just taken Anarchy and I um, Mm. to this store and we had looked at various sex toys and instruments and paddles and we were puddles sex puddles (laughs) and we were quite kind of high on life there it's a really special place it's a cafe an antique shop with a little sexy little curtain that you go behind and that's where they sell all this cool stuff and they're going to do an event with us Hooray! so tickets will go live at some point this week so please uh, keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram account at the Hotbed Collective, where we will post ticketing information and a link. It is going to be a fundraiser for the Eve Appeal, which 
focuses on gynecological cancer. Can you say that word? Gynecological. (laughs) So it's going to be a fundraiser. We're going to have a little demo of some of their best-selling sex toys. Some fun games. Some, Some laughter. Anarchy has been working out some really fun games and yeah. she's so excited about it. She now is considering a bit of a career change. I think that you're now what Richard Osman is to pointless. You are to the hotbed. So you're there. Well, didn't you say that I was Bernard Manning? I think you sent me a message saying that I was Bernard Manning and I was trying to Google him. Um, and then I realised that Bernard Manning was like really... <laughs> really un-PC and really rude and always puts his foot in it. It's got nothing to do with sex and mysticism though, has it? Unless he had a sideline in um, alternative thinking. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. yoga but I don't think Bernard Manning did many yoga videos yeah he's quite unsavory I'm not saying you're unsavory I'd say you're very (laughs) sweet it just occurred to me so that's our news anyway I would love to see some of you at our live show we are promising all kinds of fun you can have a look at what is on sale in Shish Woman's store you can have a quick look at the dildo workshop where they make dildos where they make leather harnesses this all sounds kind of very out there um but bear in mind that i'll be there and so will bernard manning Bernard Manning. so there's any out there any <laughs> so out there you're gonna go um we're gonna be raising lots of money for charity and 
having some fun. So please keep your eyes open for our ticketing link and we will see you there. We're really looking forward to meeting some new faces. Um, um, so this week we're excited because we've got a special guest. Um, we've got Kerry with us Hello. Today. Hello. Hello. Um, and we just had a big long discussion about how humid it is. And actually if you could do a little pan out shot at the moment, you'd see it actually looks like I've had a shower. Yeah, <laughs> sweating. Um, and actually Kerry's looking very well put together. Yeah. And it's got lovely face and I'm just feeling like, Thank you. I look like I've just come out of the steam room. Kerry um, is also wearing a t-shirt that says shut the fuck up. Yeah. Trying not to take it personally. Yeah, no, I love it. Don't take offence. (laughs) It's really cool. So tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm Kerry and I'm 29. And you're on Um, blind date? um, Yeah, I've got two Instagram accounts. One of them is my business, which is my handmade clothing company. Um, Children's, and I've just branched into adults. Everything's handmade. And my other account is basically where I just share what I'm about, like things I like, fashion, motherhood, you know. Shits and gigs. Can mm-hmm. we swear? Yeah. Yeah. When you say adult wear, it's not because sometimes when people say adult wear, sailor suits. T- a, oh no, yeah. like <laughs> like t-shirts, like t-shirts. cool. We're not talking cool about prints. Like a, a, no. A high, a high sort of cut back. No, definitely yeah. not. Like cool t-shirts, <laughs> cool prints, like quirky prints, stuff you can't necessarily find on the high street. Is mm-hmm. how I like to think what I go for and it's mm-hmm. at Coco and Indy yeah Coco and Indy and then Life with Ivy Coco is your which I always think sounds like a sexually transmitted infection <laughs> living <laughs> life with Ivy Coco yeah like you know my se- life with, with yeah. this disease you Ivy can still Coco. live with it this episode's all about um, sex and mysticism yeah which is like a subject to be honest I didn't know anything about until we first started sort of talking about it um, and one of the things we, we sort of wanted to talk about a bit was tantric sex yeah which is a whole area which Unfortunately, I think Sting has kind of given it a bad name because, I mean, as soon as you see the words tantric sex, you just think Sting. Sting and Trudy Styler. Trudy Styler. Which, oh. to be honest, I mean, he's very well, they're, ve- they're very well preserved, the two of them. Um, well, you would be, wouldn't you, if all that. But have you, have you had any experience of tantric sex at all? No. Or have you ever, ever ventured into that? No, not that, not that I can recall. Mm, how about you, Lisa? Are you a tantric sex person? Not intentionally, but sometimes it does take a very long time. Right. Because what I've got, ladies, for both of you, because I think I like to think that you can go home this evening. Yeah. Maybe start doing a bit of tantric sex at home. Mm. Um, so I've got. I've just got a few tips, right? And I just want to hear what you. It's think long about though, this. isn't it? Tantric sex. It's quite it's timely. Time. And yeah, sex after kids. Yeah. When you've got little I'm more children, like you're like adverts. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I know there is a bit of a problem with that. But I don't think I'm just going to read one little thing. I've yeah. found this on the internet, so there will be tantric sex practitioners who will be cringing and go, "Wrong, <laughs> that's not right." Um, but one thing you can do is you can sit facing your partner, right, uh, and you can rock together back and forth, so that you're inhaling as your partner is exhaling, and you can share the breath together. So basically, you're not actually having intercourse. You're actually, I mean, really, if you're really getting it right you might already be feeling a sense that you're going to orgasm just from this breathing technique hmm. of rocking back and forth. And are you singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat at the same time? <laughs> no, I think I think you're just literally, hopefully they've not eaten a kebab, <laughs> and you're just breathing in their, their breath, and they're breathing in your breath. Okay. Like when you've been with someone for too long, and like their breath just does your head in. Mm. Are you not a morning <laughs> sex gal then? Mm, not really. Yeah. Only when he's been away. Yeah. Is when we kind of like get get a bit of the horn and kind of venture out from just your standard mm. 
And how long did he Two need to be quicker. away for? Was that day, gone to the shops or was that like a good, <laughs> No, like because he works because he works away. Is he like? Can I come so, back yet, Kerry? <laughs> yeah, because he works away. That's the only time in the morning. Yeah. Not really for me. I'm not really. Mm. I don't like being touched in the morning. Mm. I'm not like, yeah. I like to have a shower, I must say. Same. Yeah, mm. I like to, I don't know, I just don't feel like sexy. But when he's been away, mm. like, you kind mm. of like miss each other and like yeah. you a bit more intimate and kiss. You've got more time, do you mm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, I feel like he'll make more of an effort. So I don't mind that. And, you know, as I've openly said on Instagram, we started trying for a baby and where he is away when I'm ovulating, sometimes mm. we've only got a six o'clock in the morning bish yep. bash bosh and opportunity it's the opposite of tantric really isn't yeah it? we've got yeah why don't you want to be doing that quite quickly i don't think i could do the rowing do you have tantric sex with sting possibly i probably would because I, I think well i think i'd have time to wouldn't you yeah and i kind of think if you are going to do it with anyone <laughs> you make an effort when it's someone new didn't you yeah yeah and you know if you're going to do it with anyone it may as well be him because he yeah is, he's he's just become like associated with it so the thing i was just going to mention was have mm. you heard of edging Yes. So OMG Yes, which is the app, which I think we're going to review in the third series. Mm. It's an app that basically has asked loads of women how they orgasm and there's loads of different techniques and things on this iPad app. And they came up with this concept of edging, which a lot of women do, but they didn't have a name for it, which was basically you bring yourself or someone brings you nearly to orgasm and then you stop what you're doing and you do something different, nearly come to orgasm, stop that. And you basically like edge your way to orgasm until eventually when you do have an orgasm, it's like completely amazing because mm. you've edged your way there. And mm. it's slightly like a bit of a tease and like a bit tantric. Bit That's co- my kind of bit tantric. Of a cock tease. Mm. Yeah, clit yeah. tease. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I do. I think I've, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think I've, I've probably done it, but probably more because someone's discovered me if someone's come up the stairs or... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, oh, for example. Yeah, you've had to stop. I've not done it and on then purpose. restart. And then I've had to go downstairs and warm up some pasta. And then I've had to come back again. And maybe I've got back into it. Yeah, when I. When mum's called. Yeah. So then I've stopped. When it. I have a moment on my. When I have a moment to myself upstairs, he's, a, he's at work, mm. she's at nursery, it's kind of my thing to de stress. Mm. And I do sometimes try and hold off a bit. Mm hmm. Yeah, because it's sometimes too good. You don't kind of want it to be over that soon. Yeah, you know what and I mean, if you're using a vibrator, definitely. Yeah. don't you find I'm it a can bullet, just be I'm like, a bullet kind of girl. Within like, girl. yeah, within like a minute, two minutes, I'm mm. like there. So I've started trying to like hold off. Yeah, and like try and enjoy it more. Oh, really? uh, one is shake your body alive. <laughs> so basically. You have to shake the whole of your body for one minute. Together? Well, I think you just do it as preparation for sex. Hopefully not right, in front okay. of your partner. You'll see yeah, I was going to say, it's not going to be <laughs> a turn on. Um, and then when you've opened up all the areas of your body that are tense, you'll be more likely, and this is the mythical whole body orgasm, which I don't think I've ever had. But mm. I know if I had what's a mythical What's the mythical done. whole body orgasm? Well, I think because sometimes you can have an orgasm where it is very centred around your sort of pelvic area and right. I guess and you can yeah. but then I suppose if you, if you do this edging or if you, you can really feel potentially an orgasm where your whole body is taken mm. over with pleasure I like the idea mm. of the body shake as a kind yeah. of mating ritual you know like how a bird might fluff up their feathers yeah. so you could like wear nipple tassels 
and like something with like a flapper dress and just be like (laughs) (laughs) jump into bed I like that actually that's I like the idea of it because I think it's kind of like letting loose a bit like you're shaking off like the stiffness definitely you know like how footballers before a game might do loads of like um like star jumps and things yeah it's like that that, isn't it yeah I think we're gonna do this it's a really good I'll do the shake it up I'll do the shake it up for sure okay I feel like now I need to put Taylor Swift on yeah exactly if it's not in your comfort zone, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know that when you try and think, when you've been with someone for a while and you try saying out of your comfort zone, it's a bit, you don't know what they're going to think in a way. Like you find, feel a bit awkward doing it. And you feel like the things in your room are watching you, yes. for example. So you're like, you see all the kids' stories that are always yes. piled up on the bed and there's mm. that part of washing. But if you have a little side eye during a sexy moment, you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck, I've got to do that do washing I, later. You've, so you've mentioned that and I suddenly realised that I've got a photograph of my grand. <laughs> On oh, the bedside staring table. at you, <laughs> staring at you getting off. I'm just thinking that for Paul, like it's, it's quite. That's, a, that's not I've sexy. Got a picture of my by your bed. Quite <laughs> 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 Actually, that might be like vintage hot. Well, it, no, but she's basically my grand. Bless her, bless her. She's gone now. But yeah. She had very, very large glasses, very large, and she's in very large glasses with her nursing hat on, and it's a black and white picture. And I've always had it on the bedside <laughs> table, and I've never thought. For a minute, that that would be an unsexy thing. But now mm. I'm sort of thinking about it. I'm thinking Paul's probably. Well, it could probably be. Future. It could be yeah. one way. Sexy nurse. What have you got mm. pictures of in your room I that have, might be a turn off? Um, not necessarily pictures in our room. Mm. Just I, I kind of feel like just the life stuff, you know, yeah. like but like washing. Those, yeah. yeah, it's just not very sexy. No. Dirty you know, pants and not di- in like yeah, an eBay it's kind like of way. Even when even when I have my moments when I'm stressed and I go off to have mm. a little date night with my mm. bullet, <laughs> I close all my blinds and yeah. I close the door mm. and yeah. it's like I can't look at myself in the mirror. It's yeah. really weird. Mm. I've got oh, lots of pictures sexy. of dead pets. Like oh. the, they're not dead in the pictures, but the pit the pets oh, are no longer with table. us. Yeah, and like you and your granny. <laughs> whatever whatever, you just whatever gets realize. you going, a dead pet. It's so strange. That's a, that's a bizarre thing to have by your bed anyway, like an array of all your dead, like your guinea pig and your goldfish. I'm yeah. now that I need to like, because one of the, actually one of the bits I didn't read out was creating a sacred space, mm. which I suppose is what you're saying actually. Yeah. It's getting rid of the washing, getting rid of the pictures of grandma Life. and the dead pets. And making it feel like it's somewhere where you want to have sex. Yeah. Wouldn't it be really good if we like lived in an alternative universe where we had such big houses that we could have yes. a sex room? Oh my god, I'd love that. Which, I would hundred percent love a sex room. Yeah, but like currently it would have to be mixed use, laundry slash kids bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playroom <laughs> slash sex room. Yeah. I went to um years and years ago I went to a colleague's house and I accidentally we we'd I'd accidentally gone into the wrong room. And basically, I slipped into his bedroom by mistake. And over the bed, he had one of those full body harnesses. You know, the swing. Mm, so basically, yeah. one of you gets into The Pam- it. Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Yeah. Sex swing. But, but hanging over the bed. And once I'd seen that, I couldn't unsee it. But there was also this strange part of me, which was like, oh, my God, this is a proper sex room. Yeah. There, there, it, was, it was dark curtains, lots of dark velvet kind of furnishings. It, it felt... It was, like a room, a full on. it was very intimidating because if you went in and you didn't want to have sex, you'd feel quite intimidated. Yeah, of course. And if that's not, again, if it's not in your comfort zone as well. Well, it could be alarming. I it? wonder if they put that house on the market, if it'll end up on right move. I'd love, I'd love to see mm. like a house with a sex, like a sex room on right move. That'd be quite interesting. Well, I've never seen it before. Is there a filter on right move where you can search for houses yeah, with sex rooms? Yeah, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, one so sex room. 
Zone three. I thought we would do something fun and review some <laughs> crystal dildos because Anarchy Somerville, as listeners of The Hotbed will know, hates any kind of sex toy that involves an app, something that needs charging, yeah. anything that has instructions longer than three words. And you can't really get more basic than a crystal dildo. So we found a company called theglassdildo.co.uk. does what it says on the tin. It sells crystal dildos Precious stone dildos. Uh, they call them wands, yoni wands. I, I think we all tried something different. When I say tried, there was a problem, wasn't there, Kerry? Yeah, so I, gave... couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to get involved with the eggs. So mm. Kerry had three very lovely, black, very lovely, shiny. beautiful, black, shiny eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And what they do, so yeah, there's three this, of them. This one, this one won't even touch the sides, if I'm honest with you. That's <laughs> very small. I think, I mean, that basically is a mini egg. That's like a, you know, <laughs> it is. This is what I'm worried about because it's like a mini egg, then like a galaxy egg, yeah. and then like you go, then you upgrade to like a, a cream, cream egg or Kinder. Yeah, Kinder. And so these work like love balls. So you put the little one in up your actual up your vagina, and um, it helps to exercise the pelvic floor. And then when you feel comfortable with that, you then upgrade to the what did you say the galaxy egg? Galaxy egg. And then that gets heavier, and you kind of tone the muscles even more. And um, they do look very very pretty, don't they? But Kerry, what was the problem? So I've got a bit of a funny story. So mm. a family member once um, put love eggs in their vagina mm. and um forgot about it and and went shopping and then realized oh. that they had in Safeways back <laughs> when it was Safeways and not Morrison's that they had love eggs in so where this story always comes up I couldn't bring myself to do it because all I could think was of that family member I think you can you yeah. can go out and about but obviously she was finding it you probably very could if you, fa- if you know if you're if you if you're brave I had a tiger eye yoni wand, which was quite beautiful. Is that quite sounds beautiful. a bit spicy. So tiger eye. Tiger eye is a stone which looks sort of like tortoiseshell. Right. And funnily enough, it was always my favourite precious stone when I was little. Because obviously, when you're little, you have a favourite precious stone. Mm. So it's kind of like brown and black, and like really pretty. It looks like an yeah. eye. You know, it's really beautiful, and it's wand which is kind of like a dildo it's quite small though and Mm. it's quite lovely and very smooth and what I like about it is rather than like a plastic vibrator it's like natural material yes tiger eyes if anyone's worried about kind of having weird plastic things or or allergies Mm. or allergies exactly so and it's all kind of there's something very like pleasing about it it almost looks like a sculpture so you could Mm. in fact I did before I tried it I had it out on the side for ages I had my mother-in-law over I had probably some local NCT mums over Mm. and like literally no one would have battered an eyelid it's like that pretty it just looks lovely Mm. Um, because it does worry you if you are going to like charge your crystals outside on a towel during a blood moon you don't really want people to see that you've got it so you charge it outside then yeah 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 that's the whole point of charging it Mm. so um, that's good so I really like mine it was a thumbs up and have a look because the website is theglassdildo.com co.uk and they're all they're quite reasonable they're not expensive they're much cheaper than all this newfangled stuff that anarchy doesn't mm. like it's very expensive isn't it like, can be some mm. vibrators yeah they're quite pricey they are whereas these are kind of an affordable option what do you think of yours anarchy well see i don't know what my the official name of mine was oh i do do you you're, you're... the purple punisher <laughs> punisher so mine basically i've got like a few adjectives which i'd use to describe it yeah um one was it was very hard. 
That's always a, that's always are. a plus. It's a thing of beauty. So we start with positives. Call the shit. Quite an aggressive shit. name. It's you do the positives are you know looked really lovely. Could pass as something else. There could be an ornament if somebody mm. saw it. I thought it looked a bit like an orange squeezer, like a juicer. Yeah. I think you could juice color. the pineapple with it because it's quite yeah. long. Mm. So what I did is we make a really nice pillar sort of pillar rice I don't know if you've ever done it but it's you, you grind up cardamom seeds mm. in a in a sort of pestle and mortar so I I used it to grind up the cardamom seeds <laughs> it's really hard so I'm hoping this was before no, I tried oh, it out yeah no, but this was literally this was an alternative <laughs> use because to be honest if I don't like the look of something I've reached an age now where I won't try it so basically I, I looked at it I thought that does have a purpose and the purpose is to grind up herbs just mm. words so Anarchy I went out of my way to find a really basic sex toy with no instructions I know, and no app. And it still wasn't event, good enough. I've got an idea of <laughs> I will actually design. There's certain things I would like on my sex ideal sex toy mm. if I could design it. And one idea I've had, which I will patent, so don't try and copy it, anyone, is you actually have the face of the person that you fancy. Oh, on stop the end it. Of the <laughs> Definitely so not. For me, and you could cut out different people, so almost like finger puppets. But for me, I would have maybe a Michael Hutchins face mm. stuck on the top of the dildo. Mm. Um, and the, But then if I was in a different mood, I'd go, oh, do you know what, today it's going to be... Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, or... <laughs> but I was thinking about Cumberbatch, but I wasn't too... Yeah, no. Him, but, you know, or you could even, if there's somebody, a friend, or whatever so when virtual reality becomes oh, a proper me, thing yeah. and you should be able to program like a sex program where you can like have sex with an avatar or a sex doll mm. like does benedict cumberbatch have any rights over his own image or can i just dream up um a sex toy with his him face. involved and it's like mm. a new area of law Ooh. to be followed oh, interesting, so it? i don't know anarchy i think it sounds like a really good plan but you might have a few ip and identity issues to deal with yeah it's it needs a bit of work right so this week i interviewed um uma dinsmore tally um, and she's an amazing woman she's basically a yoga therapist uh, author and a lecturer she's kind of one of those people that when you talk to her she's got this amazing sort of calming influence so i mm. think when i rang her i was having quite a stressed out morning mm. And wasn't feeling particularly namaste about anything. Mm. Um, and she just had this very hypnotic way of talking to me. Um, so she is the originator of womb yoga, isn't she? Yeah, it is womb yoga. But I don't know how much she wants to be just associated with that. Um, what is it? Well, from what I can gather, it's essentially just a form of yoga that's more connected to sort of your that area of your body right. so you're actually ex- you're not doing yoga for your womb mm. but it's it's sort of working on the connection between your heart mm. and your womb um and i think in particular what she was saying is that when you think about birth or even preparing for birth there's an awful lot of fear around it mm. and so what she's trying to do is kind of almost getting you to accept to a certain point that you know you can do this you can handle it you can be strong enough to get through it so she, I mean, she just, you come away with it and you just feel really positive about it. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I really wanted to go and do some yoni yoga afterwards. So here she is. Can you tell me a bit about what it actually is? Because I mean, obviously I'm familiar with kind of normal, normal, that's not the right term, but you know, your regular kind of... Patriarchal yoga, you mean? Yeah, most people think 
that yoga is something that's a series of physical exercises taught by some person who's learned it from a man in India. Mm. And, and, and that's one form of yoga. Uh, sort of, there's, there's sequences and schools and lineages. But the fundamental intention of yoga is it's a, it's a sort of psycho-spiritual technology for self-care and, and, and expansion and connection. And, and the kind of yoga that I work with is, is fully comprehensive. Like it actually works with, the idea is that it works with five bodies. There's a physical body, which is only one. And then you're working with energetic flows. That's the second body. And you're also working with people's emotional and mental states and their psychic connections. And you're also working with intuition. And that means you don't just move around. We do some really deep practices of trance where you're actually lying still very beautifully led practices that are about deep rest and restoration mm. and then we're also doing practices that connect energetically through gesture and sound and what that means is that you're actually listening to the body you're learning to listen mm. and instead of having somebody tell you what you need to do so I'm fundamentally a yoga therapist I don't I don't when people ask me if I'm a yoga teacher I tell them no no. Your instructors are people who stand at the front of lines of people telling them what to do. And I create circle. We always work in a circle. And that means everybody's kind of equally present and respected. And that the main point is about respect and hospitality and welcome for what's happening in your body. And the person you know best. Mm. That's, and, and that's what women never get told. There's always somebody, some gynecologist or some sexologist or some kind of therapist who always knows better than you or somebody who's written a parenting book. Oh, no. And my, my intention is to empower people through these beautiful ancient practices of yoga. And partly what I'm doing is helping people reconnect with the fact that there's a deep power and energy within the cycles of women's lives that often gets eradicated when people practice yoga because you have to pretend like you're not menstruating and or but you know don't show up if something real is happening to you like you're pregnant or you're menstruating or you're menopausal or you're depressed or mm, it's funny isn't it because quite often when if you do go to a yoga class they'll say is anyone on their period and you kind of feel yeah. you're made to feel almost a bit ashamed of you know Absolutely. Cause obviously sort of announcing that in front of a whole class of, of men well, and I, women is quite hard <laughs> What that does is dumb down people's connection to the cycle. Every day of your cycle matters. If you're working with menstruating women, there's not simply one day that you need to know about. Like, I'm currently ovulating. The way I behave on around those days is going to be totally different. So I integrate menstruality consciousness into yoga practice to allow the deeper spiritual rhythms of menstruality consciousness which doesn't just mean being aware of when you're bleeding it means actually welcoming every stage of the cycle mm. as a as a set of of key they're almost like some massive signposts that you're taught not to ignore or letters from your cycle and yourself that you're taught not to open you know mm. so actually how you feel premenstrually is going to require a different kind of yoga practice some of our focus is um sort of I don't know pelvic floor health and some of it is actually just sort of orgasms and, and actually yeah. helping women experience I mean because so many women don't actually experience orgasms or yeah. don't experience them often enough it, mm. does it have an impact can it play an impact on sort of Com almost giving you better orgasms or more frequent well, well completely because part of the issue is is not listening to your body and not knowing what a yes feels like and not knowing what a no feels like and if you practice the kind of yoga that allows you to be sensitively attuned not just to your sphincters I do a, there's a lot there's a huge technology in yoga to work with special mudras they all have beautiful Sanskrit names 
working with your anus, working with your vagina, working with your around the, the urethral sphincter, working with awareness of the cervix and the womb. And if you're doing that kind of work, it is impossible for it not to have some seriously positive impact on how you respond in your body to every kind of stimulus, things that lead to orgasm and things that lead to ecstatic happiness being mm. in life and also connecting with what, what feels like flow and the need for quietness and the need for stillness. So it's basically attuning the technology of yoga as a system of self-care and listening to the body is really helpful mm. for empowerment to actually listen to your body at all times and, and understand what's going on. So, Do you sort of feel, because it's interesting, <laughs> do you sort of feel we're reading quite a lot now about how you know people are quite isolated or you can feel quite disconnected from your body um, because maybe we're spending too much time sort of, I don't know, we're, too, we're sort of locked into a cycle of busyness quite often and overwhelm and... Do you feel like this kind of helps women almost reconnect with their with their bodies again in some ways? Well, absolutely, because the, the whole point, point, I mean, I just got back from the United States. If you want to talk about overscheduled, overwhelmed, too busy people, mm. you can see the future there. We need to make sure that we don't head into that because people are incredibly exhausted and they have no time no time for love, no time for anything in their lives because everything is so incredibly pressured. And and as a feminist, I see that that's actually largely, uh, it's becoming a, a it, it's very debilitating mode of being that's based on a lack of self-worth because you've got to be better and earn more and do more. And, and it's it's a driven thing that's to do with the, the whole capitalist structure that's actually like disconnected everybody mm. from what it's actually like to be human mm. and, and I feel that yoga therapy and, and the practices of yoga that are, are responsive and kind are really helpful you basically got a you know a model where one size fits all and if you happen to be the skinny bendy lady in the fancy leggings who can do all that stuff and who's got time to go on loads of yoga retreats and that's then you feel at home and everybody else feels a bit like they've got to match up to her you know and I just don't think that there's enough struggle in life yoga classes shouldn't be about struggle and competition everything mm. else is like that <laughs> I know it's so true um can you talk us through I don't know if there is a a, a a sort of a move or a piece of we always like to ask our listeners um to try a little bit of homework something that will I don't know, not just improve their sex life, but, you know, maybe make them feel more relaxed, less overwhelmed, you know, more in touch with their bodies. Is there something that um, we can do at home that we can sort of try a, a pose or a, or a move or anything well, that you would recommend? Well, you see, the thing is, people are fixated that yoga is about moving and poses. Mm. So my radical suggestion is that there are two simple, beautiful things you can do that give you an direct connection to the sort of thing I'm talking about. One is you go listen to free Yoga Nidra downloads from the Yoga Nidra network. Like you can go up there. There's loads that I've put up there and my teachers have put up there and you just find a quiet little space for 20 minutes and make yourself comfortable and just listen. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to move at all. And that's one thing. And the other is there's a fundamental connection between the heart and the pelvis between the the pelvic organs and we're particularly to be thinking about maybe the womb and the cervix and the vagina and the vulva and the whole of the female genitalia and there's this very simple womb yoga practice that enables you to send loving thanks and 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 positive emotions from the heart down a special channel it's not something you'd find in a dissection but it's a an energetic channel between the heart and the womb 
and I can certainly talk you through that practice if that sounds attractive. It's like sending love into the womb from the heart and you do it really simply using your hands and your breath and you can just do it sitting down so I can I can talk you through that I'd say that's the fundamental practice to send love and respect down and then there's a two-way river it kind of flows back up again and it's a recognized meridian in acupuncture and Mm. also it's a recognized energy channel in Ayurveda the Indian medical system and I work with it every single session that I do with women for yoga we we connect with this channel so i can i can offer you a little couple of minutes of that if that sounds appropriate that would be amazing yes yeah so all you need to do is just sit or stand comfortably and if you rub your hands you'll find they get a little bit warm in the palms so you can rub your hands i'm doing that now so you can hear that and on a hot day like this or if you're listening to this in the middle of the winter you might need to rub a bit harder and then gently you place one hand kind of over your heart really i often work with the sense of the heart center being in the middle of the breastbone between your breasts but you can place it wherever you feel connected to feelings of gladness and then you put the other hand on top so you've got a little pair of hands and you drop your chin a bit and you make a sighing sound (sighs) and you're basically trying to get out of your head and into this place that you can feel now where you feel the warmth of your hands you breathe your awareness down behind that. So when you exhale, it's like you could send the sound of your breath and all of your thoughts down into that space behind where the warm hands are setting. Can you feel that? Mm. Just And every time you breathe out, you get out of your head and into your heart. Every exhale, it's like a river flowing out of your head with all the thoughts and feelings. You don't have to stop them. You just send them down. And you breathe all the way down into your heart. And you start to feel as if your whole attention is there. And at that point, and I might be rushing you because you can take your time (laughs) doing this, Mm -hmm. you simply let your awareness settle there. And then you let your hands make almost like a fingertips touching practice. Not quite like a prayer position, but maybe your two thumbs touch each other and your fingertips touch each other. And there's a little space there like a little bud you know with the palms facing each other and the fingertips touching Mm -hmm. and you breathe into that space and you put something like a kind of gladness just to be glad to be like well enough and got a bit of time enough to sit and do this you'd be glad and then you're breathing into that that space and then you turn the hands around and you make like a little triangle resting on your breastbone across your two breasts so your two thumbs are touching mm-hmm. and your two index fingers are touching and if you look down into that it'll be like a little triangle that you've made yeah and that's called yoni mudra the yoni is the source or the vulva or the womb depends how you think about it but you're going to send the love that's inside that little triangle you simply gently caress yourself you slide your hands down along the front of the body all the way down until you get to the place where you feel the pubic bones and then on the inhale you swing the hands back up again to where you started so the two thumbs come back to rest by your breastbone And then every time you exhale, you send the loving energy out of your heart down into the womb because you can feel your hands rest down there by your pubic bones. And every inhale, then all that creative energy, that power that's in the womb, you send that up into the heart. And as you exhale, you breathe your hands in that little triangle down along the front of the body down to the pubic bones. I'm doing it with you to get the right timing. And as you inhale... You can invite that 
really powerful energy to come up into your heart so that it's a very healing thing. Love travels down on the exhale of your hands into the womb space. And then the creative power energy from your source, from your womb, that comes up and it renews the heart's capacity to love. So every exhale, your hands move down and they greet that womb energy, or if there isn't a womb there, if you've had a hysterectomy, you breathe into the space that's there because that energy is still there. And every time you inhale, it comes up into your heart. And every time you exhale, you breathe all the way down along the front of the body and into the womb. And if you like, instead of moving your hands, you can very simply rest one hand over your heart and the other hand now can just stay quiet and still over your pubic bones, reaching down towards the vulva. And you sit quietly with one hand on the heart and one hand right down. And in yoga terms, it would be like right over the earth of your body and your roots, you know, over your uh, mound of Venus mm -hmm. and the lower part of your belly. And just leave the hands where they are and you let the breath and the awareness move. So your hands stay still. But each inhale, you draw your attention up into your heart and you touch into something that makes you feel glad. And then you send the love from that gladness down into your lower hand and the inside of the body and you just breathe in this way it's a river of energy flowing in both directions between the heart and the womb exhaling down inhaling up and you can just be there for as long as you like you can bring it into meditation you can bring it into your yoga nidra you can bring it into your daily life you can do it quite happily wherever you are feeling that exhaling awareness traveling out of the heart and down into the pelvis and then inhaling all that energy from the pelvis the creative powerhouse you breathe it back up into your heart that is, that, um, that is the heart, heart womb breath that is amazing because even um i mean even when you were saying about putting your your hand onto your heart that immediately sort of takes you inside your body just to sort of um wrap up actually i was cuz yeah. this episode we're going to be when we're sort of talking about sex and mysticism um so sort of the role of star signs and moon cycles and um sort of crystal dildos and i guess for you personally do you think there is a connection between sex and, and mysticism itself and, and what is that connection well sex is mystical you know it's like I, 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 the idea that anyone would not see the connection astonishes me like it's what we have through our physical bodies that is like the cervix is a cosmic portal I mean it, these things because the ecstatic expansive connected um, in-body and out-of-body experiences that we have at orgasm are absolutely fundamentally of a of a, an embodied spiritual and ecstatic nature. So to my, the idea that anyone actually would ask a question about that really uh, astounds me um, because if you're actually fully embodied in your physicality, then, then to me any kind of ecstatic or orgasmic experience is clearly an affirmation that... that uh, that the life force is moving through you in a way that's fundamentally um, it's mystical. Like it, it depends how you define these things. But the way I look at them is that actually 
we're embodied spirits and that's how yoga yoga the yoga that i do really works that you're embodied incarnate in a physical body and that the in order to allow ourselves to really connect with what that fully means you have to be aware that there's not just a physical body we are also emotional beings intuitive beings intellectual beings and as well as being physical beings there's energetic flow and if that's free in your body then those connections that we have with ourselves and with others and with nature you know mm. uh, are truly powerful there's an amazing uh, source of of connection that's often described do you aware of something called the vpa no i thought i know vpl but that's a whole nother thing isn't it that's visible panty okay. line <laughs> yes I'm not, that's the outer world i'm interested in the vpa is the vaginal pulse amplitude Right. So um, Naomi Wolf writes about it in her book, Vagina, A New Biography. And the vaginal pulse amplitude is, is that feeling that you can get. Women understand what this is like. It's a good feeling. It's like, uh-uh, that's it. Yes. It's a yes feeling. And you get that sense of tuning into that at a physical level. It can be like an attraction feeling. You know, it can be like, mm, that's good. You know, or it can be a feeling of like, wow. Look at that mountain, feel that river, my God, see that ocean, you know, or look at that little child or something that really talks to you like deep inside. Mm. And if we pay attention to that VPA, which we are taught, of course, to ignore because it will get you into trouble, you know, because it's considered to be a purely sexual phenomenon, but it's actually about our whole being. And we're multidimensional beings and yoga gives you a physical encounter with that, which is clearly going to be present. If you're paying attention to that, then you're listening in. And if you're actually listening in, it's not a fanciful idea to say that your cervix is the cosmic portal. We live in a whole culture that, that's really not very body positive, especially for women. So it's sort of inevitable that there's been this disconnection because in order to try and conform with all sorts of societal pressures, we, we people that aren't very kind to their bodies. <laughs> we don't really sort of um, pay tribute to them. I suppose we're kind of educated, especially as women, to always look at the lack in them you know the fact that they're exactly not, not the also, right shape or size or texture or you know yeah. and I would hope that one of the things we can do with really really women-centered yoga practices and, and things I mean that's why I wrote the book I mean Yoni Shakti is, is is full of practices that help women reconnect but it's also full of some quite thoughtful things about why it might be that we might be disconnected mm. and how this is in fact a problem that we can solve and part of the solution is to see that there is a problem. And that's a really fantastic thing. If you see there's a problem, you're thinking, I'm not very connected with my body. Well, then you're kind of half the way there, aren't you? Because you're like, now what should we do about this? And there is so much that we can do and also so much that we don't need to expend effort in just to spend time resting. A well-rested being is going to take more pleasure and joy in life, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you didn't need to do that now. Uh, what, uh, a queef. Then. That's always my problem with yoga. Always my problem with yoga is that I remember doing some yoga when I was about 17 and we had to elevate ourselves from lying on our backs to like suddenly putting our like entire like our, our bum in the air and our legs over our shoulders. Mm. And I was the one in class that farted. And was I was too... Was vaginal fart? Yeah, it was, a, yeah. it was definitely air out of the vagina. Mm. And... It was quite loud. Luckily, not very, not a smelly one. That's mm. the one thing we can say that queefs have going for them. Mm. 
but it was extremely loud. It reverberated around the exercise room and the woman next to me literally couldn't control herself. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. And I wasn't in on the joke. She was just losing the plot. And I was sort of thinking, I would like to be the person laughing at the fart, not the one having done the fart. No, I think that's really tactless, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's not much funnier, though, than a fart in a situation where it's not supposed to happen. See, I think that's what Uma says as well. Because we do talk in the interview, as you've heard, we talk a bit about that. Just that, again, why shame somebody in that kind of situation whereas ostensibly you're there to try and relax and chill out mm. but at the end you end up having this horrible experience where you feel quite self-conscious and yeah like you don't want to go again and it can put you off totally yeah. now now that we're feeling so zen and relaxed it's a good chance to say that we are now going to be having a little namaste break over the summer and we shall be returning in september so what are you up to anarchy has bernard manning got any tour dates well, I've got a good set gig on the end of Blackpool Pier, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's me. We've got a few other old timers. Richard um, Little John. Freddie Starr's coming in with me. Right. Um, I think Richard Little John. Who's the guy who does talks, talk radio? Um, Nick Ferrari. Nick Ferrari. Basically, we're sort of doing a kind of alternative Top Gear comedy stand-up. So, but I'm the only woman, so I'm slightly worried about it. Yeah. Um, because I, they are quite outspoken in their views. So that tea is not going to make itself. What, what are you doing, Lisa? I know you're having you're having extensive reconstructive plastic surgery, aren't you? Shit, how did you find out? Well, I, sorry, it just popped out of my brain. <laughs> that was supposed sorry, to be a secret. Sorry, um, sorry I'll, I'll, we won't talk about that. But basically, when Lisa comes back again, she's going to look very different, aren't you? I mean, most people would call it a spa break. <laughs> That's, I think, the polite way of describing right, it. In Palm Springs. Yeah, I'll come back looking, <laughs> hopefully, at least 20 years older. <laughs> so that's where I'm going. I'm going to have a really lovely time. I'm going to um, send you some Instagram live stories from surgery. Mm-hmm. And I want to see pictures of you in your Kiss Me Quick hat with mm-hmm. your sick of rock, sitting on a donkey. And then when are we coming back then? Have we got a date or are we just thinking just organic September? We're thinking September because 27th of September is our show. Follow us if you don't already on Instagram at the Hotbed Collective. We will be continuing activity as usual over the summer. And also make sure if you haven't subscribed already that you do subscribe to our podcast so that you know when our next episode is going live. Or write a review. Because Anarchy, last time she toured with um, Richard Littlejohn, it's, the reviews weren't great. They weren't great for us. Mm, mm, I mean, mm, what mm. I should say is if you are going to review us, just do it if you're feeling good. If you're having a really crap day and you just want to vent, um, then don't, don't bother. No. Uh, and don't tell your friends about us either. No. So that's your main homework. <laughs> <laughs> Review and subscribe. But also do some meditations. And we will see you in September. We hope you have a wonderful, restful rest of the summer. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.